Well, hey guys, happy Monday, April the 3rd. I don't know if you're much of a Monday person. Uh, Mondays are always a very uh, tiring day for me. (laughs) But um, I'm excited to jump into God's Word with you. And so today we'll be in Psalm chapter 5. Psalm chapter 5, the Psalms are really, really cool. Uh, The Psalms are not written in the same vein as, say, a narrative where, where God gives explicit directions like do not murder, right? Do not lie. Do not covet, right? Um, it's not, not not as historical as, say, the book of Genesis that goes over the travelings of Abraham out of the land of Canaan, right? Um, and not, not as specific as that. And, and yet, and yet, through the Psalms, we see this amazing worship of, of God, of, of worshiping, David worshiping God. And what I love about the Psalms is just how real they are. Like, David was a, was a guy, he sinned, he has some pretty famous sins, like with Bathsheba, recorded in the Bible, um, and yet Psalm sort of steps into different moments in David's life, and it's just the absolute cry of his heart. And I think it's really cool. And so um, when I read Psalms, what I look for are uh, principles. I look for principles, overarching guidelines um, that I can that I can then apply, you know, even in my own life. And so maybe some of those will jump out with us as we read it together today. Well, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I, Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for the people on the other side of this camera, God, that are that are going to be watching this connection. Lord, I pray they may be blessed. And I pray, Lord, that as we open up our hearts to hear your word, that there might be some things, some little nuggets of, of, of truth that we could take out, Lord, and just be able to apply in our own lives and in, in our own walks. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, amen. Well, Psalm chapter five starts off. It says, give ear to my words, O Lord, consider my groaning, give attention to the sound of my cry, my King and my God. For to you do I pray, O Lord, in the, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I prepare a sacrifice for you and watch. That's kind of cool. But what jumps out at, at, at here, what jumps out here right away is that is that David is really, really wrestling um, in this moment with God. He's, you know, per- perhaps, I don't know, I, I haven't done all the research here, but perhaps this speaks to when David is out in the wilderness running from King Saul for his life, right? But he says that he's groaning to God and he says, God, consider my groaning. Have you ever stopped and been like, God, do you even hear me right now? Have you ever just been crying and praying and just wondering, does, is, is, is God even hearing me? Um, And absolutely he is. It's interesting that in the moment of David's very intense petition, David takes a moment to remind himself who God is. And, and this really speaks to my heart because I feel like sometimes I can treat God like a spiritual Coke machine, right? I put in my prayer, I want my Coke. I don't want the Pepsi. That's not as good. I want my Coke, right? <laughs> oh, man, no. But sometimes it's easy to get so focused uh, inwardly on ourselves. And yet it can be very important, especially in those moments when we're just crying before the Lord to remember who God is and just even to affirm that. And and I hear these words of affirmation in David when he calls God his king. He says, you're my king and my God. To you I pray. Who am I praying to? The The God of the universe. Who am I praying to? The king of kings, right? The Lord of lords. Sometimes when we pray, it can be super helpful just to remind ourselves who it is that we're praying to. 
And David says here, oh Lord, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I prepare a sacrifice for you and I watch. It's interesting to me that David has this habit of seeking after God first thing in the morning. You know, I I wish I did a better job with that. Like sometimes I'm like, man, if I would just start my day with reading my Bible, my whole day would probably go much better, you know? Um, and, and, and yet I see here the principle of having a daily time to connect with the Lord, even first thing in the morning, before I'm opening up my Outlook calendar, right? Before I'm I'm doing all of the things, uh, before I'm, I'm doing the dishes, you know, from the night before that I obviously didn't do when I had dinner, obviously. Uh, I am first and foremost seeking after God, and that can really you know, set the pace for the, for the entire day. The psalm continues here. It says, But you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil may not dwell with you. The boastful shall not stand before your eyes. You hate all evildoers. You destroy those who speak lies. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. You know, it, it strikes me that sometimes it can just feel like bad people get away with bad things. And, uh, you know... And that can be something that can be just so disheartening. If you've ever had like, if you had to work for an oppressive boss before, right? Like maybe you relate to that. You're just like, you're trying to do the right thing. And there's these other people um, and you're just like, where's where's the justice at, right? Where's God's justice at? And, and, and so David reminds himself of the truth here. And this truth is grounded in scripture. And sometimes, you know, guys, when we pray, the most powerful thing sometimes can be just to speak scripture back to God. And uh, and I don't know, maybe David's doing that, but he says that, you, that you're not a God who delights in wickedness. I know this. The boastful are not going to stand before your eyes. Interesting he used the word eyes because God sees everything, right? The good deeds that we do, God sees them. And the wicked things that are happening in the world, like God sees those things too, right? Nothing is hidden from God. And, and David reminds himself of this. He reminds himself that the Lord abhors bloodthirsty, deceitful people. Can you just imagine what it is that David is going through in this moment? Well, maybe you've been crying out to God for something. Maybe you feel like God has just been very, very distant from you. If if I can pull anything out of the first few verses here in Psalm chapter 5, it would be that God sees you. It would be that God hears you. And it would be that God is your God and your King, and He's for you. Well, continue reading in Psalm chapter 5. I hope you do. And if something sticks out to you, would you write it down? Comment in the Bible reading app. Uh, Those are just a blessing to read. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.